just talking with Dan and Seb. I'm Dan. And I'm Seb. Uh, <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about... Um, you sound so excited. Today we're going to be talking today about... Today we're going to be talking about a plethora of different things. And I've got all the things that are on the body. Thing number one. Thing number one. Boss level. Boss level. So um, last night, me and Seb went to this movie. Uh, and we went it into sucked. it. It's Well, okay, I think sucked is harsh. It was funny though. We went into it knowing... Funny, not funny that, you know, laughing at it, not with it. You yeah. Know? We went into it knowing that it was going to be a mediocre movie like we knew very well it's just we thought it would be funny so i still don't really have any idea what it was about i'm not quite sure either look so um basically the, the it was a time loop movie you know the classic groundhog day groundhog day naked naked good one um edge Ru- tomorrow russian doll all i haven't those. seen that one that's a series that one actually oh, okay um Anyway, so it was starring Frank Grillo, who you're probably most familiar with from the Captain America movies and Avengers. Oh, what he did, plays, what did um, he play? He plays, pu- uh, not Punisher. Sk- Pun- I don't, he's, you know, you know, you know the one that... Um, Red Skull? No, no, dude. He, he blows up uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, blows him up in Captain America Civil War, chucks him in the building and explodes. Like, he goes to kill Captain America. He's the one that has all the burnt-up face after... Captain America Winter cannot Soldier. Remember Winter Soldier. Anyway, okay, well, he's in it. He so Avenger the, the best movies he's been in are um the Avengers movies arguably. I mean, look, he's a sexy chiseled I man. Even, I can't even remember him from the Avengers movies. Uh, well, he's a small character. He's a bad guy. He gets killed. Oh. Anyway, he's a sexy chiseled man. He's got rippling abs. Um looking looking pretty That's sp- basically his personality. That's trait. it. No, no, and you know what? He's good as a as a I think in the right movie, I think he'd be good as a, an action star. But I think he keeps being in these really B-list action movies. Like, I didn't think he was necessarily... Boss level? Yeah, boss level. Look, it was it was funny and Mel Gibson was Mel in Gibson it. was in it. Naomi Watts was in it. I don't know what, what his character was, really. He was just... I don't know. He smoked, He's just kind he of smoked a, a cigar. That was kind of it. That's his personality trait. That was it. Um, just smoking a cigar. Yeah. So, you know, I'm Frank, this seemed to have actually... As far as Frank Grillo goes, and he has a cool name, and he Frank Grillo. He sounds like a man. What's his name in the thing? Though? Roy. I don't know. They picked a kind of a stupid. Oh name. yeah, and he and I don't know. In the they, they keep killing his son or something. Oh well, yeah. I don't know why. And he, and that was actually that's actually his son. I found out this morning. Oh really? That's actually his son who played his son. Oh, that's cute. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty cute. If so, if their connection felt real, it's because it was. It's because it was. Um, no, but I look. I thought I thought <laughs> thought there was a bit of range. You know, he got to play big bad man, but he also got to like he was big epic action man, but he also had a bit of comedy. Um, I don't know. It was a bit terrible. Look, it was terrible. It wasn't a good movie. It wasn't. Gr- you know, there's a hundred better movies out there. There's a there's a thousand. There's we, a s- we still had a good time though. It was still it was just it was still fun. It was still a funny movie. Funny, um, fun, funny. I think knee. Yeah, I gave it at the moment. Its average is three out of five on Letterboxd. Uh, I gave it a two. Seb gave it a one. I gave it a two because I just thought it was funny. I was eating a, a Zinger box in KFC when I gave it a one and a half star. Oh yeah, we did go to KFC afterwards. Um, that was some good KFC. That was some good KFC. But yeah, you know, there's definitely worse movies. There's definitely more unwatchable oh, movies God, than yeah. that. Like I think it was a a good bad movie. Yeah, like The Room. No, on a different level to the room. The rooms, the rooms, the rooms like divergent. It's like off the scale. It's just 
I haven't actually seen Divergent intentionally because everyone said it was bad. It is bad. Yeah. Is it worse than boss level? I wouldn't say... Just differently bad. It's differently bad. Uh, but, you know, Divergent's just bad and it's just boring bad. But boss level's fun bad because it's so bad it's funny. Yeah. I would, I would rather watch boss level <laughs> than, dig- than Divergent. And, and some of the visual effects in boss level were questionable. Oh, they're terrible. Some of them were, there was not, there was some okay stuff. There was a lot of sort of bad stuff. The explosions were bad. bad. There was only the, a couple of explosions that were decent. The um, chopping the heads off. Oh, the every time his swords. head got cut off, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad visual effects. And um, what else? Just the sword, the sword in general when it pierces through him. You can just clearly tell that it's, it's like CGI. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was a lot of questionable visual effects. But he's got big, big muscles. <laughs> his muscles are big. And Cigar is really cool. And he makes, and he constantly, for once, I thought it was funny because you know how normally in those movies, it's like they take the, they joke about, dude, it's like, and you'd think it's a bit of a, I feel like it's a bit of a stereotypical action trope thing. Like big sexy leading man is just like, doesn't look like, like he doesn't look after himself, but he's still, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, in this, they get a bit of that because he just drinks lots and they just make the joke about the fact that he just drinks lots. You know, the funny thing is he shoots like 50 bullets out of his oh, handgun and he never you know, reloads. He never, not once. There's that scenes where so he just, he's just going to all the time. And then like <laughs> you don't see him reload and he's still just constantly. Doesn't matter. Look, I don't think we're the target audience. Here's my review. Go. It was a film. No, I don't think. No, it was no, no. no okay. I'm Are leaving it at that. It oh. was a film. It was a film. It was a film. I guess. Let's no, I think it was no, more than just no, it no, was a no, film. no, 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 no. I'm editing that. It was a movie. Okay. It moved. And it veed. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Okay. Here's my review. It was a picture that moved. Here's my review. I think it this will really sum it up. And I think this bad. will let you know who it's for. Big muscle man shoot bang bang boom boom. Big it, muscle man does a thing. Big muscle man shoot big bang bang boom. Big abs. Big o- chiseled, Oscar Heggie, if you're listening, you'd really like Oscar this. Oscar Heggie, if you're listening, you like it. It's big, big boom, bing, bang, boom. Everything that you like is in it. Bit of that. We'll see. Oh, and also. Some, some fake deep stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the game really, uh, the game, the, the movie really set up to be. Shit, I just, I just knocked the roadcaster. It really, it really set up to be something else because it's called boss level. So already you're like. Hmm. Yeah, we were thinking that it was going to be like a, like a, he's stuck in a video game. Yeah, kind of so thing. I assumed he was meant to be like a GTA style game and that he was the character and it was just a level of the game that the person never completed because there's that Ryan Reynolds movie coming out called, um, Wait, what even was the plot of Boss Level? He, like, I don't know. His, his ex-wife know. sticks him in a machine or something? So that he can stop Badman from restarting the world. He, so he can stop Mel Gibson from like changing the history of the world. I think that was it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so my theory, because it was called Boss Level and it constantly had these video game references, like, you know, the little in progress flashing on the screen when he was in the present. Oh, yeah, and after every attempt. It would be like, like attempt, attempt number 145 or yeah. whatever. So I assumed that it was meant to be like a twist on the old time travel loop mm. movies that he was actually a video game character because there's that Ryan Reynolds movie coming out where he, there is actually, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen yeah, the trailer? Yeah, I've seen trailer for See, it. See, that actually could be good. What's it called? I cannot remember oh, what it's called. Phone. We're dropping shit today. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's meant to, it's meant to be good. 
apparently. It's not out yet. Who Who's it meant to be good? Who's meant who, to be Sorry, who said it was meant to be good? I don't know. I've just seen things about it. But it's not out yet and it's only been in the trailer. So maybe it won't be good. But I just like Ryan Reynolds. So I just think he's funny, man. Um, But yeah, bus level. But then it just turned out it actually wasn't really. Is it f- or Free Guy? Yeah, Free Guy. A yeah. bank teller called Guy realises he's a background character in an open world video game called Free City. Yeah. That will soon go offline. So it's meant to be like GTA. This is like some Wreck-It Ralph kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, but it's meant to be like GTA, right? That's like the, the game that he lives in. And so I thought this might be a cash grab on that idea, but it just wasn't. But it's like maybe last minute they tried to like work that in after oh, the movie was made. Taika Waititi's in it. Yeah, Taika Waititi's in it. I think he... What are the reviews? Are there reviews? No, no, not yet. Okay, there's just, yeah. Anyway, I was looking forward to that. The trailer came out ages ago because of COVID, you know, hasn't come out. Imagine having your character, like his name is just Guy. Guy Sebastian. <laughs> Imagine having the name Guy. It's an interesting choice of a name, Guy. He, he's a guy. He's a guy. I don't know why you would do that, honestly. Actually, it's a, it's a, it's a good point. Hey, mom, <laughs> would you ever name your child Guy? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting choice. I don't know why you would do that. It's just... I don't, does it has... Is there, is there a... Hi. Co- no, no, it doesn't even it doesn't even roll off the tongue when you're like... Hi, greeting I'm Guy. Someone. Hi, I'm Guy. Oh, hi, Guy. What's your name? Guy. Oh. Is there hi, co- Guy. Hi, Guy. I'm Guy. Whoa, we're both Guy? Guys. We're yeah? both... <laughs> <laughs> no, you, know what, you know what the most um, confusing thing would be? Yeah. You have a friend group. And there's two people named Guy. Yeah, let's reenact a conversation. Hey guys. No, hang on, hang on. Let's do a conversation between two people called Guy. Hey, Guy. What's up? What's happening, Guy? I'm a guy. Me too. I'm a guy as well. We're just guys named Guys. Just handsome guys called Guy. <laughs> it starts the words losing meaning now. So, Guy, I was thinking... The more I hear it, it's think like, about you know what the instantly, word guy, it yeah. just sounds stranger. Yeah, guy. Now it sounds weird. Guy. I'm thinking of it in my head spelt G-I-E now, like die, but guy. I'm thinking more G-Y-E. Y-E, guy. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Shit name. Um, I forget. I lost. I had, a, I had another thing to say, but then I got distracted with the whole spelling of the word guy. How was rehearsals? Rehearsals was good. Uh, we did rehearsing. And I did what singing. Did, what did I have you a, rehearse? I have a very hard bit to sing. <laughs> Thanks, boss man. Um, yeah, I have a very hard part to sing because um, it is, it's basically, so for people not familiar with the Adams Family Musical, which we're doing at school this year, uh, Lurch, who uh, everyone is probably most familiar, if you know anything about Adams Family with You Rang, which is his like famous line from the old sitcom TV show. Big tall man. And he's really tall. Anyway. In the musical version, he doesn't talk at all. He just grunts and, and does all this stuff. He just grunts. Blah. Yeah. Anyway, and then right at the end, he has this song, but it's very like opera and I have to do it and it's not easy. And it got better today because Mr. Dockery made me sing weird. Um, and now I can do it. But anyway, um, your mum has actually just handed us a phone with the... Hang on, hang on. I'm going to read it. All right. This is the um, thing we've gone down this rabbit hole. All right. We've, we've actually just been handed glasses of water by Seb's mum. It's actually sparkling water. Um. Mm. 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 So, um, Guy is a French-English uh, name which is derived from the French form of the Italian and Germanic name Guido. Unrelated to this, Guy is also an Anglo... an Angl... Anglation... 
I have no idea how to say that, of the Hebrew name Guy, spelled G-A-I, which means raven. So it's semi-related to the Hebrew word for raven, but I don't know. Anyway, so I, I guess, so it, it doesn't say it's a Hebrew name. When I think of the word guy, yeah, I don't think of ravens, my guy. Anyway, so that's, that's pretty interesting, the name guy. I, that was a long rabbit hole. That was a shit name still. It's still a bad name. I recently got into audio commentary. Oh, yeah, audio. So it's... Of movies. Yeah, I've, I've watched one or two, but not... Of which movies? Probably only, like, if I... I remember definitely... I, when I say one or two, I, it's legit probably only one. Did you ever, like, have, I remember have like, a DVD that yeah, had an audio commentary? That's what I was about and to say. And then you accidentally played the audio commentary instead of the actual film. Yeah, and so you got really pissed off because people kept talking. You're like, what the fuck? Why does it keep happening? Yeah, I think it was, like, Prisoner of Azkaban, like, Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. I had the DVD, and it was a... Or maybe not... I don't know. It was definitely one of the Harry Potter movies, and I had uh, an audio commentary from the director mm. and producer, and I remember watching that. Oh, I'd already seen the movie, and I accidentally clicked on it because I wanted to watch it again. And, yeah... Video commentary. Let me just fix your shirt right there. What's wrong with my shirt? There you go. Thanks, Bosby. But on the Criterion channel, they have a plethora of audio commentaries because they actually created the audio commentary. Uh-oh. What, did they really? Yeah. What, no one had ever... I feel like... Yeah, the first audio commentary was King Kong mm. on a laser disc. Oh. By... Criterion. Who? Okay. But who... What were the people that did the audio commentary? Just filmmakers that... That well, they restored the King Kong from the forties or whatever. Oh, the original black and white King. Have you yeah. seen it? No, no, I haven't. I've seen bits like. Oh know. well, yeah, I've seen you know little bits online, but uh, they they restored that film, and then uh, when they put it on laser disc, they decided to add an audio commentary to it. It's interesting, and then it caught on. Then it caught on, kind of. Mm. I mean, just for people who want to know a bit more about the film, but sometimes those really long films can get a bit boring. I was actually uh. Lifting weights in the living room this morning, uh, waiting <laughs> for you. And I was uh, <laughs> listening to The Red Shoes by um, Michael Powell and, em- and Emmerich Pressburger's uh, audio commentary of the movie. It wasn't the director's. It was Wait, of what movie? movie? The Red Shoes. I haven't seen it. What is The Red Shoes? It's about a ballet. Oh. Boschman. Boschman. It's about this chick who aspires to be a ballet dancer and she goes to this ballet um, uh, company. And uh, at the same time, there's this composer who's working for that same ballet company and they decided to put on a production of The Red Shoes, which is a ballet. Um, Yeah. And uh, basically this composer uh, and the uh, ballet dancer, they fall in love whilst the the guy who runs the ballet company is like, um, work over relationships. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. And he's being a real bitch and then he fires the composer guy. And then she's like, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> and then she kills herself. Fair enough. That's interesting. It's really good, though. It there's, is a good movie. There's a, like, there's a 20 minute segment with no talking. It's just a. Is this one with John Hamm? Is this one you said that has what? a 20 minute. You John Hamm? Yeah, because you said the other day to me about, oh, it's like a 20 minute segment and they just don't. Oh, no, no. No, that, no. that's a 20 minute segment where they only, it's just dialogue that, and there's that, no yeah, cuts. That's just dialogue. That's in Hunger. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Steve McQueen. That doesn't have John Hamm. Yeah, right. I don't know what my brain that's is. That's got um, Michael Fassbender. Oh, no, it was Michael Fassbender. I don't know why I thought it was John Hamm. I don't know. I just. I saw John Hamm on the telly while I was at your mum's place. I mean, your place. Yeah. Your, it, 
Your mum yeah, was watching my mum. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Good, good save. Yeah. Good save. Right. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh. Oh, you're not done. No. Okay. Keep going. Very good film. Very good film. And I was just listening to the audio audio commentary this morning. All right. Fair. That's it now. That's it. Are you done? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Don't make that a clip, by the way. I might do it. No, no one wants to see that. So it might be funny. Next item on the agenda. Next item on the agenda. Um, I, I, so Biden has passed laws this week. <laughs> Biden has passed laws this week. <laughs> so guys, um, Biden has actually passed laws this... No, don't do it again. <laughs> I want to do it. Um, Biden has made laws this week that means that anyone who identifies as male or female can use uh, a male or female bathroom. So like it's a legal thing now that you... Uh, I don't know, but I don't know if there were laws against... Like, I don't know if it was a legal thing that you couldn't, as a man, go into a female bathroom. Like, I don't know if there was an actual um, law against it. But now, regardless of biological sex, however you identify it, you're allowed to use uh, that bathroom um, in the US. He just did that this week. Cool. Um, obviously, there was controversy about it. Um, and all of the still Trump supporters and a lot of the right wing were like, well, we don't like that. And he went, well, I'm in power, so. And that's that. Cool. <laughs> news flash done. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That was my news of the week there. Thanks, Daniel. Little Biden update. Oh, I heard on the on the uh, news on the way here on the radio that um, news flash. News flash that <laughs> overuse of sound defect flash. Um, I heard that um, Obama and Michelle, sorry, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama both have their own. Can you turn your phone on? Both have their own separate podcasts. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. Check it out. Google Obama's Ooh, podcast. 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 Ooh. I'm just going to search it up on Anchor. I don't think you know, it won't come up on Anchor. Just oh, surely on though. No, it won't. It won't. Well, so what's it search on? Search it on the internet. Just search Google on the internet. Barack Obama Obama's podcast. Obama podcast. Yeah. Did it come up? Oh, it's, it's only on Spotify. Oh, yeah. What is it? Stream the Spotify original podcast featuring President Obama and Bruce Springsteen. That is interesting. Obama and Springsteen's podcast reveals a key problem hmm. CNN. Fascinating. Uh, I don't like how it's like Spotify. Spotify's paying them. What do you mean? That's great. If Spotify, don't listen to Seb if you ever want to. <laughs> I know, but like it, you can only get it on Spotify. Yeah. Only, and you have to pay as well. No, Spotify's free if, if you get ads though. Uh, well, it's pretty good. Stop. So I'm sorry, Spotify. I apologize. If you want me on just on Spotify, I'm happy for that. You don't need Seb necessarily. Oh, well, you know, I like to have our podcast across many different platforms. I think that's fair. That's the, fair. The more accessible it is, the, the better, more, the better, you know, that's pretty Actually, true. If Spotify were to pay us, then I'd be very happy. But like, <laughs> you're probably not going to get that. Who knows? Never so know. More ads. Um, and on that note, should we should we drink some drink? Oh, yeah, I've got a really good drink. Seb's got a really exciting drink this drink. This drink this week. Just drinking. Yeah, 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 baby. Oak. Since 1967. Hang on, is that becoming the new thing? Yeah, it is. It is. Deal with it. Okay. Alan's Fan Tales Edition. Who am I? Born in 1967 in New South Wales? Mm-hmm. This Aussie legend has helped millions fight. It's just the oak backstory. It's the oak backstory. I didn't know oak was just... Oh, wait, yeah, they're all Australian. Oak all the, all the flavoured milk. Yeah, yeah, they're Chuck all... Chill. I don't know if it's a thing anymore. That's a good point. Is there, is there like, chalk milk and strawberry milk and flavoured in other... 
No, th- there is, but in very small portions. Oh, so it's there. just an Australian. It's a real Australian. It's an thing Australian tradition. To drink shit loads of flavored milk. Anyway, we've never done a proper milk drink unless you count the kefir milk from the other week. That wasn't oh. cow's milk. Anyway, we've never done a little milk. Done a milk like this. Pour it in front of your mic, boss oh. man. Uh, I'm down. Can't even hear it. It's a pretty quiet one. Anyway, this is, I don't know if you specified, this is Fantails. I did specify. Oh, you did? This is Fantails Fantails flavoured milk, which is a lolly. Caramelly, toffee kind of thing. Now, it looks just like chocolate milk, actually. Doesn't smell like it. Smell test. What does it smell like? Smells like toffee. It almost has a coffee flavour. Yeah, toffee, coffee. Toffee, coffee, caramel. Anyway, let's give it a taste. I don't know if it, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't taste bad, but I don't mind uh, it. Yeah. Mm. I'd much rather drink chalky milk. This is interesting. I don't mind it. Does uh, it taste like fantails though? It's too... The, the flavour's too thick. It's just too much. It's just milk. That's why it tastes thick. It's milk. See, I never... I didn't mean texture, <coughs> boss man. Oh. Mm. See, I never drink milk anymore, so... But I don't mind it. Ugh. Like, it's not bad, I guess. It's just so filling. It's very filling. And it's very... I mean, what's... Here we go. What's in here? Uh, protein, 10.2 grams of serve. That's actually quite quite a lot, anyway. Uh, 30 grams of sugar. There's two servings in a big carton, but let's be real. Most people just have one of these themselves. I feel kind of sick now. I yeah. Mm, yeah. Don't get this. Um, the aftertaste is a bit fantaily. Yeah. It's a bit of a depressing one. Really? I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 10. Yeah, that feels... I'm going to have a tiny bit, actually. I kind of weirdly liked it Yeah. in a strange way. It's just a bit grim, isn't it? A little bit grim. Yeah. Tastes more like a mocha than chocolate milk. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I had that weird coffee taste, which I don't think fantails necessarily have. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, it's going to be a 4 from me. 4.5. Oh, if you're giving it a four and you said like... Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm a bit... No, nah, maybe four, I'll give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. Four I changed mine. 4.4. I'm going to give it a five. 4.4. 4.4. Seb. Yeah. Cool. Five. 4.4 from Seb. I love you. I love you too. Just, just drinking. drinking. Alrighty. So, um, sorry for if we're just uh, drinking some sparkling water here. It's just that that drink was actually quite... Dairy was a bit just grim, you know, on the on the throat. Mm. I had to wash all the taste stuff down. It was yeah, just a bit w- it wasn't very pleasant. Just too just too whack, you know. Um. So, uh, for those that don't know, in WA at the moment, we are about to have, or have we just had, the uh, state election? Uh, no, I think it. I think it might be coming up. It's coming up anyway. Um, also, for those that don't know, uh, everyone in WA, uh, there's a strong love for our current Premier, Mark McGowan. Cause but then the, the Liberal leader, he's very young. Uh, he's very young. His name's Zach Kirkup. Zach. Zach. Zach Kirkup. Zach Kirkup. Um, yeah, he's quite a young, hip-looking dude. Uh, he looks... But the thing is, he just looks a bit strange. Yeah. Not to be, you know, discri- discriminatory, discriminatory towards towards the his face. Yeah, no, I know what you but mean. But 
You I just, know what I mean. I don't know. I don't think he has anywhere near as much charisma as oh, God, McGowan. No. Um, I saw him talk the other day. Anyway, there's. I'm just looking at this ABC article, and he's saying. Morning is Zach Kirkup. Um. Is anyway, he went Kirkup? sincere wish and desire. He wants. He wants to keep leading WA even after the inevitability that they don't get in after the election. You know, the the Labor government will continue to go, and so. Um. Yeah, he's just he wants because generally when a party doesn't win an election, most of the time they change the leader or something. You know. But he's saying, let, you know, let me keep going. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I did see him talk the other day and he seems seems like an interesting interesting character. <laughs> it looks a bit weird. Not mm. going to lie, Boshman. Not going to lie. Yeah, you said that already. No, I'm just saying it You're again. just saying it again. I'm he's weird looking. It. He's, he's kind of weird looking. Fair enough. Talk is a bit weird as well. He's like... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, I said, on face value, if I didn't know, I think he was the Labour leader and McGowan was the Liberal. Just because... It, he fits the profile younger. a bit more. He's younger. He's a bit more like hip. He doesn't wear a tie, you know. Whereas McGowan's older and looks a bit wiser. You just assume, sort of. Younger doesn't wear a tie. You know, very chiselled, you know, chiselled beard, little beard cut on the jawline. Hip style. Yeah, I think me. if he wants to sort of relate with the the people that vote for him, which in WA is mostly older people who are conservative, then he's he's got to sort of sort of dumb down his his fresh hip look because I don't think it's really fitting with. Or maybe he's trying to win over the maybe, votes of young people. Maybe older, more conservative people seeing a younger bloke with the same conservative values is refreshing for them. I guess, potentially. You know, maybe, maybe he's trying to win over though, the younger people and get those votes. It could by looking work in a young and hip. Of ways. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we want to talk a bit about, over the last couple of weeks now, we, when I say we, I mean mostly Seb, uh, has been writing because you know we want to make short films and we we feel like we well, do a lot of talking about it and not a lot of doing. We're we're making. I mean, it's because of commitments over the last mm. two years. That's no, true. And uh, even so, now whilst we're making it, we have a musical to do, which is taking up most of our time. Yeah, but we are creating a short film. I'm writing it at the moment. Seb Seb does the right. We've we've. I think we've we established we've established look. through many many uh, trial and error things and projects that I am the separate. Writer. I think you know. I honestly think we have a great thing going because we have we, different we, strengths and we weaknesses. Like, we yeah, where one of us makes up for what we lack. Where one of us yeah. lacks, one of us the other has has. Where one of us lacks, the other one triumphs. Yes, yes, like a king, and that's why we just we just work so well together. You're the king of visuals. Uh, yeah, I'm the king of. Story. Story and right. Look, so I mean, for example, yeah, I can always I, I can come up with things, but I know I've always struggled writing things down and, and trying to and I can't write realistic sounding dialogue to save my freaking life. Um and Seb's much better at that. So like uh Well mine's not necessarily terribly realistic. Yes, but you could you can dumb yours down to be like Seb does write very intricately and very like the words you use sometimes wouldn't fit if you were trying to write for like a but in TV the TV show, yeah, definitely. No, but not just even even some movies. It's not going to fit the kind of like elaborate way I way you write. But you can still write n- normally too. My snake of a tongue. Your syntax. My <laughs> my syntax. Sorry, we've been, <laughs> we've been saying syntax a lot in English at school. Um, anyway, so like you know, we both kind of come up with ideas for the story of the film, but Seb writes it, and I have full faith in that. 
you know, we've talked about like Seb can draw a lot better than me. So when it comes to storyboarding, then Seb's going to be much better at that. Um, but I, I'll probably end up doing a lot of shot listing because I, I, visuals, visuals, camera stuff is more my area and editing. So I don't know. I think we have a good, we have a good thing going, you know? I think, thanks, boss. I man. think if we, you know, I think if, oh, he's slick. He just, he just swerved it's my okay, handshake. I saved your life because I got a clammy hand. Yeah, you do have clammy hands. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, I think. But, but, big but. Big but, it's about this dude. Oh, yeah, tell the, that's probably helpful. Tell the sort of the rough synopsis. Bit of a teaser. It's about this dude who, um, He's just kind of like a dropkick. He's just kind of a dropkick dude. He lives in a shitty house. He's just moved in. He's only yeah. he's moved in. We're making it very neo-noir kind of it's, stuff. Yeah. It's a little bit, you know, it's it's very much student short film actually. Yeah, but we'll, I guess a little bit. We'll try and get away from that, hopefully. You know, I mean, if you think about it, you know, damaged dude. No, very That's very true. introspective damage dude. So I think it's hard though because short film. I think the memes with student films is like, oh, they're either like action, no story, bang, bang, boom, boom, because people like doing that. Yeah. Or they're held deep and like, let me, th- oh, yeah, let me just damaged man. I don't know. But I think it's I'm trying to blend the entertainment value with the well, that's what that introspective en- value to the best of my ability. Um, <laughs> yeah. To not make it that short, filmy, tropey kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and I don't like. And I'll certainly try my best with the dialogue. Um, See, I don't like the, a lot of a lot of what puts me off smaller, lower budget films or older films is like visually. A lot of older films just look they don't have because like, and it's it's of it's my own fault for not like exposing myself to different types of films from an earlier age or whatever. Mm. But I do prefer the visual look of films now, a lot of films now, which like as in just the kind of quality of, I don't know how to explain, but just, just people, there's just a certain look that big films have now that's anamorphic and not just the anamorphic look, but just like a very, pretty visual you know we're sort of there with digital cinema now in the colors and the and i mean people argue against the use of digital yep. cameras and stuff but i think i mean i think i was watching this video actually the other day which was um not not one interview but there was just a compilation of footage of quentin tarantino and roger deakins and for those who don't know quentin tarantino is big film director made a lot of good films a lot of great films. You don't have uh, to explain it, boss. Yeah, well, you know, just for the people that don't know. <laughs> my girlfriend the other day, I was like, we're going to wa- watch Pulp Fiction. She said, what's Pulp Fiction? So, I mean, you know, I assumed that everyone, even if you're not a film person, knows what Pulp Fiction is. But um, And then Roger Deakins, is, uh, who people probably don't know as well, is a very famous cinematographer. He did 1917, um, Blade did Runner 2049. Yeah. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank no other names coming to my head right now, but anyway, he's he's done a lot of great films. I think he, I don't know how many he's won. A f- he's been nominated a lot of times, and I think he's won a couple Oscars. Yeah, uh, he won one for Blade Runner. I he think. won one for Blade Runner. Anyway, he and one for nineteen seventeen. Yeah, he is, despite being an older man and obviously worked in the industry for years using film cameras. Um, he, he prefers digital. He prefers digital now, and and his argument for it compared to Tarantino's is he says. It's not to do with the tool. It's a, it's always it always has and always will be about what you show on the screen and the idea that because Tarantino says cinema is dead, 
digital is the end of cinema. You know, no one should use digital cameras. If you're an experience... I mean, Tarantino has two sides to his Can argument. Can you stop on your tangent? Why? Because I want to talk about the short film. Oh, yeah, I know. I just want to finish this. Oh, just and then you can so go on your long. tangent. You anyway, um, Tarantino's argument is that, you know, it's great for young filmmakers who can't get access to film cameras and it's more expensive now. But if you're an established filmmaker and you know what you're doing, you should use film. Whereas Roger Deakins thinks that, you know, it, it's it's more important about what's shown on screen and you can and he likes the the fact that he can film something and then look at it straight away instead of having to wait for the footage to be developed and blah, blah, and Seb's doing a silly little dance. Um, I just might not show it. No one will ever know. Anyway, so I think it's an interesting debate. And, I mean, I've only ever shot on digital cameras and, of course, everyone our age has only ever shot digital because, you know, we've all got iPhones or just smartphones in general. Now Seb's doing more of a silly dance. Um, do you want to input on the... No, not really. You don't want to input on I've had this conversation three times with you already. I know, but we're doing it for the potty now. <laughs> I know, but it's just the same shit. I know, but you, no one else said it. I have some other stuff to talk about. Seb, Seb, you know how we have a podcast that people listen to our conversations? Yeah, I know, but I've, I, I still want to talk about our film. I know, but can you just input? I want to... But, but, but you're saying all the opinions, you have the same opinion on this. Yeah, but just share your point of view. Well, it's literally know. the whole point of our podcast. You know, <laughs> it's just our points of view on S- stuff. Film has a quality that um, it's going to be hard for digital to ever twi- achieve. Well, that, if you want to get certain look, hey, don't interrupt me, Sorry. big boy. Sorry, keep going. But obviously, um, the the s- speed and easiness of being able to sh- shoot on digital and you know being able to edit on digital is much. You know, more efficient. I don't. I don't think Tarantino. Can you not? Does he not shoot film and then convert it to, or does he still edit? Man, I don't know, but it gives a certain look. That's there is a wall. If you want, it's more tedious. Definitely, it is definitely more tedious. But if you want to get technical, film is like something like. So you know how we talk about four K or or for it's the resolution of. So you know when you see that like four K HD, blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the less, and now there's six K, eight K. We're starting to get eight K cameras in. Jesus, my voice. 8K cameras that are, you know, becoming the norm. Film technically is like 30K. If you, it's, it is a technically a much larger file that, that digital will not reach for a long time. If you want to get, so I, I understand well, the it's argument. light hitting a yeah. thing. Chemicals. Light hitting a thing. Anyway, um, so I understand um, Tarantino's argument. But I, I do actually agree with Roger Deakins that I think it's not about what you're using. It's about what's in the frame. and It's about, uh, yeah, what you're capturing. And it shouldn't matter what you're capturing it with. And that's this whole argument that, you know, YouTubers and content creators on the internet now are constantly, ma- you know, there's all these, I think it's funny because it's a bit arrogant of them, but there's always these videos that content creators make and they're like, um, guys, it really doesn't matter what gear you use when you start a YouTube channel. Like, it's not important what gear you're using. I don't know why I'm sort of English there, but when they've got like all their nice camera and equipment and microphones. and But it is true. When you're trying to film something, if you've got a good story and you know what you're doing, you're the camera you use or the microphone you use or the tripod, whatever, it, they all do the same thing at the end of the day. A camera shoots film, video. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. My tangent's done. That was a long bit of talking. Now, Seb, you can talk about the plot of our short film. Go. So, um, as I was saying before, melding uh, the 
entertainment, with the introspective, um, when it comes to short filmmaking uh, and student films, the first step towards greatness is self-awareness. And we know that <laughs> it's the introspectivity of uh, the film is, you know, we just want to make something. We just want to make, just make something. Just and give us a break, right? It's the best way to learn. Best way, best to, way learn. to learn. Just um, make something. No, just make something. All right? It'll probably be shit. That's okay. Well, it could be good. Who knows? It could be. We'll try and enter it. We'll enter it into some film festivals. We watch a lot of films. Uh, I mean, I watch a lot of films. Seb watches a lot more films than I do. So I'll probably be able to, you know, get all that stuff nice and good. Yeah. But um, it's about this guy. He's kind of a dropkick and lives in a dropkick apartment. And then across the road, he sees this... Um, uh, this guy who just moved in across the road and he gives him... Um, oh, Daniel's adjusting my focus, I think. I just zoomed you out a bit. Keep oh, going. Cool. He's, uh, he gives him a little wave and um, then this guy, like he starts thinking about um, the ways people interact with him and how that man interact with uh, interacting with him by simply waving at him. Um, the way it made him feel, and it's the way you're making me feel. You really turning me on, knocking me off of my feet, nana. Uh, I don't know why I'm holding my mic like this now. I just I lifted it off the table and I'm just holding it in my lap. That's great. It's a bit more comfy. Um, so, and there's a lot of narration. Uh, we're not having like you know this is it, I am narrating the story. Not boss kind of level thing. narration. Not I mean, boss level narration. Boss level had some really generic-y... Narration. He starts off narration. It was almost like, you know, hey, it's hey, just hey, recording. Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Gosh. Boss level narration was like a nature documentary in the way that he literally. See, you know how, like, when you watch a David Attenborough yeah, documentary yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. and now the, 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 the spotted butterfly moves slowly. Boss along. man, you realize every time you do this, you disrupt. Just, just disrupt your train of thought. I know, yeah, but it's a funny. And now the spotted butterfly moves slowly along the tree branch. That was the level of... I'm not of digging this. I'm not digging this at all. The boss level narration was just very... I'm not digging this. Boss all right, all right. Keep telling your thing. Keep going. <sighs> you just wanted to do that for a clip, didn't you? No. Yeah, you just wanted to do that for a bloody clip, no, didn't I, you? No, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, you did. I just, just kind of yeah, wanted you to... did. No, I just wanted to do a David No, Amber you impression. disrupted me because you wanted to make a bloody clip. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what this... And I've forgotten what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, Thanks, boss, Dan. Boss man, you know what this is going to turn into? Another clip. Yeah. <laughs> now keep going. Talk about the talk about the film, boss man. Good, you're not you're in a mood today, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Fair I'm enough. Not happy today. Oh. Well, boss man, you want to tell us why you're not happy? No. Okay. Keep talking. So the narration isn't narration. <laughs> it's him talking to another guy at the start, and you see them talking. But you don't know who he's he, talking he re, to. He's like retelling. You don't know who he's talking to, but he's kind of like retelling what uh, the events he's talking about, whilst we show the visuals of what he's talking about. Yeah, and um, we're not gonna gonna spoil the ending because because um, we'll post it on the Dan. Well, I mean, mainly because we're still figuring it out. Can I, can I also interrupt? Real quick? Yeah. Also, yep. we haven't got the ending. Um. Also. Uh, for those that don't know, no one actually knows. So I don't know why I'm saying for those that don't know because no one knows except us. We have a third YouTube channel because there's two. For those that also, I didn't even know this. What the? F- you didn't know we had a third YouTube channel? 
It's because no, yeah. I set it up. i got to stop saying for those who don't know. We have two YouTube channels at the moment. We have Just Talking on YouTube, which is where the main episodes go. And then we have JT Clips, which is where I post three slightly longer than what goes on TikTok and Instagram clips every week. I'm a little bit behind at the moment. Anyway, um, we have a third channel. Which oh, is, is it the Dan and Seb channel? We have a third channel that's mm. not active called Dan and Seb, which has nothing on it. There's no, you won't even be able to find it because it's not like an active channel yet, but it will be. Um, and we're planning on, you know. Releasing all the content that we just make together. That we make together that there. isn't podcast related, but still us making stuff together. It probably won't be particularly active this year, you know, because the reality is by the time we do our short film for this year and finish it and all that, it could be, you know, the beginning of 2022. No, I'm not. Well, look, by the time we I want to do, do it, it in winter, though. Okay, we might shoot it in winter, but I mean, by the time, you know, we've got to, I mean, the cast is not young, so we're actually going to have to find older actors that are, because I'm pretty sure you put them in their 30s. So we're going to have to find older people that want to be in the thing. And then once we film it and edit it and, and you know, all that stuff, it could be could be the end of the year. We should make a film production company. We, we have one, boss man. Oh, is it? Well, oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. um, So, yeah, we have a third channel, which eventually will be active. It's called Dan Seb. You know, we might do something with it next year. We'll see how we go. Um, are you f- finished with talking about the film? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, it should be cool. We're also making another short film called Chadwick's The oh, Movie Bag. Yeah, we're making a, um, a film that we're not going to release anywhere just no, for No, it's probably just for us. Well, we might release it. But we probably won't release it. It's okay. probably not funny for anyone else, so we probably won't. It's kind of just for a bit of fun. But whoever knows us pers- personally can uh, come up to us and... Uh, Ask us and we'll show you. <laughs> unless it's not done unless yet. It hasn't stopped. we don't like you. So... If <laughs> It's going to be funny now if someone comes up and says, can I see it? And we go, no, we don't like you. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't care. If I don't like them, they can buzz off. Yeah, I guess. Um, they could do that. That is as always a potential. Um, yeah. We finished, boss man? Yeah, I think we are. I think we're done. About uh, time. About time. About time. About tiddly time. And on that note... Um, another low-key episode. Another low-key... Ch- we've had a couple of low-key episodes. And we're going to try and, you know, we've got... We do still... I know we keep saying this, but big things are coming. Big things are coming. Uh, we look forward to sharing those Gi- things with you. Ginormous things. Ginormous things. And no, I'm not talking about Dan's penis. Thanks, Cosmo. Uh, it is. It's pretty big. My penis. I've been Dan. Oh, you're not going to say. You're not going to say. I've been Seb. Oh, there we go. He's done it. He's a bit delayed today. Uh, we will see you next week. On just talking with Dan. That's it. Bye bye now.